we are finally live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, oh, man, just too damn many things. Just too damn many things. and you, you really don't want to know right now. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can pretty much follow me everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Before we go on and introduce what we've got, just real quick, as you might have noticed, my audio and such video is different. I have gone through monstrous amounts of pain and grief with Windows 10 not wanting to boot correctly at all. And I've had to scramble to put together the profile as best I could under my Linux setup. So if things sound a little bit differently, if I'm a little scatterbrained right now because I'm uh, a little nuts trying to put things together last second, literally, my apologies. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, hi, good evening. Good evening. And from the right coast, where right now there are no hurricanes, fortunately, Unrenowned Tech, good to have you back. Good evening. Yeah, good to have everybody over here. Now, like I said, I did a lot of real quick last minute trying to put shit back together again. I'm not happy. I'm really not happy on a number of different uh, reasons right now, but we are here. We're going to do the damnedest that we usually can, and we'll kind of work as we do. So real quick mental health check-in, because right at the moment, I'm... Hi. Bridget and I have been uh, talking the last couple of days. Uh, I, I know how things are for her. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Tech, how are you holding up? Um, I have other things occupying my mind other than politics and religion at the moment. So, uh, I've been busy, so to speak. Yeah. Good busy or bit, bit, bit bad busy? The, the kind of busy that makes me go, huh, I'd rather be watching uh, the news. Mm. You've been trying to find parts for an old 1541 disk drive, aren't you? <laughs> There's some people right now that know exactly what that is, and you people need to be taking your bran muffins. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, like I say, start a movement. Eat a prune. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. You're trying to get me to laugh. It won't work. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't try to make people laugh. They will either laugh because they have a sense of humor, or they they won't. He got me. Yeah, you do have a sense of humor. <laughs> Dreadful one at that. I never said it had to be a good sense of humor. I, just to have to have one. I appreciate that. So, as uh, as someone much funnier than I once put, eat any good books lately? Mm hmm. <laughs> yes, I did. I've had enough fiber in my diet now that I can withstand the uh, next two uh, decades without reading a single thing. You know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to go with that. Either. 
Anyway, and uh, Bridget, how much do you want to give out at the moment other than... (laughs) 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 It's a little early to be throwing around F-bombs, and so I I can't. Lady's got a good it's point. It's not a power of 10 yet, is it? It's not a power no. of 10. You would, you would got two more it. weeks. You would think that, yeah. Darn it. Yeah, I know. Gosh. You're really holding back a lot. I know that. Just, I know just that. Frack it. Frack it all. Okay. <laughs> you know, if 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 my good friend uh, Sam Mulvey was around right about now, he would be he would be using the Shazbot button. That's his thing. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, uh, our, our good friend of the – okay, friend – somebody that actually knows about us, um, who, who, you know, we we like uh, – I'll, I'll go along with that. Uh, Sam, over at uh, Ask an Atheist over in Washington State, he's uh, – he whenever – instead of using the bleep button, he has a pre-recorded – I, I don't know who it was on his show that did it. I, I think it might have been. Uh, uh, I think it might have been Mike Gillis. He just leaned really close into a microphone one time and just said "Shazbot," and he's got that oh. clip, and he uses that instead of a bleep button now. Shazbot, which is why when God, I was on his back. yes, which is why when I was on his show, I actually I actually went ahead and started onto the like this whole tirade where I was going. It sounded like I was going to go ahead and use the the male genitalia term. All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that. And I, I went ahead and I said, are you trying to mean that you're expecting that everybody is expecting him to go out there in the middle of all these kids and show off his shazbot so that everybody knows what kind of a tool he is? And Sam lost his freaking mind laughing <laughs> because I used the shazbot button on him and he didn't have to do it himself. It was it was a beautiful thing. I'm I'm going back a little bit. I am actually trying really hard right now to kind of like de-stress after all the crap I was going through earlier tonight. What's interesting about Shazbot is, um, oh, if I remember correctly, it, it gets its origins from the Mork. Um, yeah, yeah, but then it was carried on later by other things, and in fact, it became an. Ex- explicit expletive in the video game tribes i know because i used to play a lot of it uh, tribes was a first person shooter uh online multiplayer game where you had different uh advanced tribes uh te- technologically advanced tribes basically like space marines fighting it out and so you get shot and be like Shh, your character will go shes bot and it's like deep uh stereotype uh, marine type voice and it was it was funny because a lot of people didn't know where the hell it came from because most of us were you know younger there you go very cool so folks of course as always thank you very much for being with us tonight if you are watching live you can of course uh, join us on the live chat and uh, let us know how things are going of course Felix is over there welcome back hon good to see you uh, we are, of course, uh, concerned for Stephanie because Stephanie's not doing well medically and are, I know, I know, thoughts and prayers don't mean a jack of shit, but we are concerned and we are hoping that if you're listening, hon, that you're doing all right. 
Yeah, and I did get a message from her. She is doing better. Better is good. Better is good. Better is good. Uh, I did go looking up. Well, I I, I tried to do what I could looking up information on uh, Rafe Badawi's condition. I was not able to do anything as far as to getting anything worthwhile. Because I was otherwise busy trying to get the damn everything working. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it's now been nine years, three months, twelve days, since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. Now, unfortunately, I did not set up the, uh, uh, I did not set up the timer for us. So, I don't have one to, uh, to work with. At least not on the screen, but I've got one on my screen to work with. So, with five minutes on my clock, I know, I know, it's just the way that it's going to have to be, guys. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Cynicism. I'm absolutely certain that I have talked about this before, but I don't, I don't want to pass this opportunity up again. There is an expression that has been used, and I'm going to absolutely butcher it, because remember, I just do these things off the top of my head. I know kind of where I want to go and what I want to kind of get across, but what the actuals are, I don't know. But there's a piece from Doctor Who, which you don't want, again, I'm paraphrasing highly, you don't ever want to piss off a good man, because when a good man goes to war... Bad things happen. A good man does not go to war lightly. They do not go to war willingly. But when they go to war, you will see something you would never before. Good people, when they're pushed to their brink, are the ones you never, never want to be in front of. From Babylon 5, we heard it from Delenn. Why? The only human to survive combat with the Mambari fleet is behind me. You are in front of me. If you value your lives, be somewhere else. And they went away. They were smart. They went away. People like me, when we go to war, it's not actual war. For me, when my wife died, I did what I could, the best that I could, to fight the damn disease that took her. And after 15 years of doing the best that I could with that, 15 years, I know for well, finally, that there's not much that I can personally do anymore, and... After 15 years, I may be too tired to go on the way that I have. No, oh, I'll keep going on some way or other, but for right now, I can't do the same way that I did. So when I have somebody tell me that something wrong has happened, I go to work. Inside my own head, I go to war. I try to figure out 
the angles. I try to figure out why, just like with this show, I try to figure out why. Because there are certain things that drive people, and those things drive organizations, and those things drive policies. So when somebody tells me something bad has happened to them, and it's somebody I care about, I go to war. I try to figure it in my own head. Why is this happening to somebody that I care about? What happened? What's changed? Because it's inevitably about change. What would have changed? What would have made things work the way that they have? Why did things suddenly slot the way that they did? Why do events play out the way that they are? And why are people behaving or misbehaving in the way that they do? People like me, who otherwise would be looking at the good side of people, try to look at the bright side of events. We're the ones who look at it and go, okay, let's figure it out. What is it that somebody wants? What does it look like they want to get out of the new events? Why is it changing? How quickly? How slowly? What answers are being given? More importantly, what answers aren't? And then piece it together. Am I going to go out there and grab somebody by the scruff of the neck, hit them upside the backside of their head with a clue by four, dismember them with a wolf hung? No. But I will use one of the things that I have that no one else could possibly. That's my mind. When a good man goes to war... The mind is the first weapon. You want to go ahead and think things through and try to wonder, can I get away with this? If I'm the one on the other side of that battlefield, you better know damn well. You are not going to get away with it easily, if at all. Episode 378 on the docket, Your Honor. You got what you asked for. The nice folks over there out in the uh, apparently um, sun-stroked section of the country have decided that, um, well, you know, this this great audit that we're going to go ahead and do to prove that, you know, the, the great Donald went ahead and won everything. Oh, um, he actually lost by a bigger margin than we thought. Ooh, that's a problem. So, we know full well that this is exactly how it was going to play out. We know full well that this is going to play out in other locations, but I think it's worth us going ahead and talking about exactly this kind of dishonesty. Because this is the old, this is the level of dishonesty that can only come from a petulant child. Tell me when I'm wrong. Before we go ahead and do that, let's go ahead and deal with the horrible scopes, because, after all, that's part of the reason why you tune in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, as always, everybody, uh, if you know what your astrological sign is, cool. If you don't, you can make it up as you go along, borrow somebody else's 
homework, roll a d12. Ask your mobile device to try to figure it out for you. It won't really much matter. Trust me, it really won't much matter. Get your own over here. Aries, you've been told video games aren't educational, but that's not true, now is it? The Oregon Trail taught us to be patient while programs loaded off of cassette tapes. Agent USA, by the way, those of you that remember Agent USA, you're my people, taught us how to jump on a train for free. And Kerbal Space Program taught us that anything can fly with enough thrust. And you need to remember to check your staging. Chris. Yes. You could paint a room by dropping a grenade in a can of paint, but that's not a great idea. First off, you're going to need more than one can to cover all the walls, assuming all the paint, land, paint lands on just the walls, and second, where are you going to find two flashbang grenades on short notice? Your local army's surplus shop won't have them, and the mail order places can't ship them. Just rent a spray paint machine. It'd be a lot easier. It would be. Gemini. How many Geminids does it take to screw in a light bulb? One. You. Stop procrastinating. Get out the stepladder. And change it. And while you're up there, take down that Mylar mirror over your bed. Left over from 1974. Yeah, it's creepy now. There's some people who are just like, oh, I think I remember those. You need to be eating your brand, too. Cancer mode, child. People around you are panicking. That's not your fault. Keep calm, stick out your thumb, and take your towel for protection. And if need be, learn how to roll it into a rat's tail and whip anyone that gets too close to you. Yeah. With enough time, almost anything can be cleaned up to look brand new. Even a Bernardelli 18-second 9mm that was rust locked to open was brought back to life after a few days' worth of work, including soaking for 36 hours in a chemical bath. Let's start your cleanup with something alcohol-based and see where that takes us. Uh, might want to arrange a, a protective test fire. Just to be on the safe side. Peace and time. Virgo, your pet will be missing you this week. Take time to cuddle up with them for a little while some evening. Uh, unless it's aquatic or ingenious. Um, no. Igneous. Igneous, sorry. <laughs> oh, let me rephrase. Okay, hold on. Unless it's aquatic or it's a rock. Okay, that's fine. If it was aquatic and ingenious, that would be a cephalopod. <laughs> or a rock in the bottom of a fish tank. Or a cephalopod. They like to hug. Yeah, they do, as a matter of fact. Libra, <laughs> if you want to make hot wings like the restaurants do, just remember these simple tips. First, fry the wings twice to get them crispy. Second, mm -hmm. dump them in a mix of melted butter and Frank's hot sauce for that authentic buffalo heat. By the way, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a tip, the more butter fat, 
the hotter they're going to be. Keep that in mind. (laughs) And last, the fungus that makes blue cheese blue is the same as toe fungus. Enjoy your dinner. I knew there was a reason why I didn't like blue cheese. That explains it. You know, I actually had to look it up just to double check because I thought that was like a rumor that I heard. It turns out, yeah, it actually is exactly that. <laughs> Penicillin works for tea. Gross. You're welcome. People will eat anything, I swear. Scorpio. Hey, listen to us this week. We've been giving you good life advice for the last two weeks, hoping you would actually listen and not just roll your eyes at us. But did you listen? No. What are you, like 12? You want to behave like that, go to your room. And we're changing the Wi-Fi password. Damn straight. Sagittarius. Don't put your pants on backwards and walk at night. You'll get hit by a truck. Look, (laughs) it's simple. If you walk at night and your pants are on backwards and a truck drives towards you, the driver won't know what way you're going to jump to avoid getting hit. And you're both going to go the same direction. To the right. Except with the pants on backwards, your right is their right. So you'll just right in front of the truck and get hit. Uh. Uh. Told you. Okay, simple. sure. Uh. Why not? Um. Yeah. That's, that's an excuse only Gracie Allen could write. Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, they're, you know, we, we saw crisscross where their pants backwards. They still in the do. 90s. They still do. And, and they still do. Yeah. People aren't confused about which way they're facing. Now, if they wore their head on backwards. Uh, that <laughs> that would put them into the 1970s in a movie. Oh, no. There, there was a guy that goes around with, like, long hair and makeup, and he walks backwards. He doesn't go by the name Linda, does he? No, he just, he, 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 he does the whole walking backward thing. Um, so that he can turn around and then face them and freak them out. Like, why is his head on backwards? <clears throat> it, it's a cool trick. It, th- there's no way to describe it and make it sound cool. You actually have to just watch. Okay. That means that he's got mirrors on the insides of his glasses and More he's likely. a vampire. That's how he can see through himself because he doesn't see himself. Well, he usually has an accomplice. Yeah, well, I, I, you, okay, never mind. Capricorn, drinking tea is the way to go this week. We're not telling you to give up on coffee. It's just that you're out of beans and the instant stuff sucks. Go out and do some grocery shopping and get some Tim Tams while you're at it. Oh my God, I miss Tim Tams so bad. I didn't buy any. We don't have them here, do we? Or do we? On this side of the, uh, on the side of the border, do we have those? Well, see, the, the funny part of it is Tim Tam's originally from Australia. Austria. Australia. Australia. Yeah. yeah, Austria and Australia, very, very markedly different. One will get you to, to Italy. The other uh, shouldn't. Hmm. 
yeah, but yeah, technically you should be able to get him. You should. I haven't seen him here, yeah. but yeah. Aquarius, when someone asks the stars to be kind to you this week, so here you go. Arguing in the traffic court that the red light you ran was purple isn't going to end very well for you. The judge studied astrophysics for a while in college. You'd have to be traveling far faster than your <laughs> POS 2004 Volkswagen Jetta could ever hope to get to you in free fall. Just take the plea bargain to $50 and a parking ticket and get on with your week. I need to figure out what that speed would actually be. We could always ask Brian May. He would know. Oh. <laughs> Last week we said that the biggest danger of being a farrier was explaining a horse's love bite on your shoulder. We were wrong. We'll call a good ENT doctor that makes house calls to get the horse's tongue off your eardrum. Just just don't move until they get there. We'll try to get someone that takes debit cards, too. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. If you enjoyed them, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you're, you're wrong. Except for Aquarius, because somebody asked that Aquarius should be looked out for this week. Well, they should. And I'm not wrong about Brian May. No, you're right. The, the only downside is I don't think. Oh, that's right. We get to we get to call him Doctor, don't we? Yeah, we, we get to call him Doctor May. Doctor Do May would not take the time to go ahead and do that. I'm pretty sure. He might. By the way, if if you want to have uh, some more fun facts about the uh, the mold that blue cheese is made from, penicillin is also made from the same mold. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, yeah. If we do it yourself, people, I do not recommend digging out the toe jam to make your own cheese. I'm just saying. No. The, the thing is, is that for blue cheese, it actually uses something specific called Penicillium Roqueforti, which uh, is a starter culture made out of very specific micro microbiota. It, you know, you can't just use any of them just because they make something smell bad. It doesn't mean that they're safe. So the mold that you have in blue cheese and the mold that you can get under your toenail are not exactly the same. You know, they might come mm -hmm. from the same, what do they call it, family or something like that, but they're not exactly the same, no. But don't do uh, sticky cheese, just no. Right. Interestingly enough, uh, the fungus uh, that's that's used in the production of blue cheese uh, is in Roquefort and Stinton, uh, Danish Blue, Gorgonzola, and other types of different uh, blue cheese. I love me Danish blue. Good stuff. That why those cheeses smell like 30 feet? Is what it is. By the way, I finally found out why uh, OBS looked different for me on Linux than it did on Windows. There are two different yeah. modes, one of which is studio mode. And which one's giving you the hard time? studio mode and i just turned that off because i looked over at the I, I looked over the program window and i saw oh there's this one button over here that's kind of illuminated and what is oh wait what happens if i oh <laughs> well just you know put it on a post-it note put it on the side of the screen that way you're you know no no it's done it's done it is the way that it is it's done 
So the next time that I want to go ahead and uh, record anything or stream something, I will know what it is that it's supposed to be. So, well, that's what I meant with the post-it notes uh, as a mental reminder kind of thing. No, because it's going to save all the settings when I get done. I don't need to play around gotcha. with anything anymore. Yay. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the problem that these little whiny crybabies have, because apparently Arizona is not the only place where people are so um, baked in the scalp from the sun that they're thinking about doing it. Because apparently there are some counties in Texas that have gone ahead and said, yes, our recount is underway. And the people who are actually in charge of the county are like, uh, what? No. No. Who? What? No. What? What? Yeah. So Arizona. President Biden won apparently by an additional almost 400 votes. Which, of course, made the previous contender uh, unhappy, to put it mildly. And to that, I can only say, "Oh wait, all right, I got, I got to get, I got to get the, I got to get the southern drawl in for this one." <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm not. So yeah, um, screw you, dude. Um, screw you. So yeah, that's 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 the whole thing of of what happened. They went ahead. They said we want an audit. They got this basically fly by night. We put up circus tents so that we can do our thing, and they got what they asked for, and they got screwed over by their own hubris. I guess is probably the best way of putting it. I don't know if I'm using that quite right. I'm gonna go with it because at this point I don't care. And you might notice I have no alcohol tonight, so. Screw y'all. You're an angry, sober person. It's worse than that. I accidentally dumped uh, a... Uh, I, I, I accidentally knocked over my mug of coffee earlier tonight. Uh, you're just Dude, having a crap coffee night. It was, all together, we're having crap night. It was dark chocolate coffee. I'm unhappy. No, at yeah, least it wasn't on the keyboard. It could have been worse. It could have been. But it wasn't. It didn't happen. So I'm fine. I'm just angry. Well, speaking of keyboards, um, those are rather hard to come by right now. Keyboards? Really? Mm-hmm. All right. That's got nothing to do with the topic, but uh, really? No, but if even... you were to spill something on your keyboard and toast it, you might have some issues getting a replacement either very 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 expensive or taking a very long time to get them in stock because you know we're still having supply issues supply chain issues yeah there is that it depends on what kind of keyboard you're getting though that's true that's true well i mean no just in general i mean like hubby ordered some spares because like peaches piddled on his and so he ordered four replacements and got an email that said we may be able to have these to you in six months ow what yeah. kind of keyboard was it i think just a logitech like what shijin has something similar to that um but the prices on keyboards have gone up exponentially recently that's not good yeah that's not good yeah the one that i'm working with right now is uh, 
and I can't believe I'm actually saying this, wireless. I know, I know. Uh, the the keyboard that I used to have for this computer kind of got a little futzy. It's in the basement with Hex right now, which is kind of nice. But uh, no, I the Phyllis might remember. She sent me a, a wireless mouse and keyboard set that is kind of set aside so that I can use it with my phone if I ever go oh. like walk, you know, go into like a, a coffee shop and I want to like write stuff on on uh, on uh, uh, Google. Uh, docs and all i need to do with that is literally i have the usb dongle and the 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 dongle for the uh, the wireless keyboard and mouse and i just prop up my phone and i just go to town type away which is great because these things are not phones they are mini computers people yes. don't think about that it is a mini computer Mm-hmm. It has yes. far and away more power than my Amiga 2000 could have ever dreamt of. <sighs> anyway, that aside. So these guys out uh, out uh, Arizona way, they, they got their asses handed to them. Even though this fly-by-night crap group, you notice I did not say crap crew, crap group. Went ahead and said, "Yeah, sure, we can uh, we can go ahead and do this. We'll have it done by May." Uh, geez, uh, look look at the time on my watch. You know, just, uh, yeah, so six months after the uh, uh, the audit results were supposed to be. Well, now see here, I'm I'm trying to remember because somebody had said something about it being six months, but I mean we're you know. Um, nine months after inaugural, almost after inauguration. So mm-hmm. the preliminary information got leaked, and um, yeah, there are now screams for audit the audit. Which I saw that. Which, by the way, if you look on YouTube, audit the audit is an actual YouTube group. Their intention is to audit the First Amendment audit videos. And if you don't know anything about that, um, let's just say that the police apparently are really bad about knowing what the law is. If you're on a, a sidewalk, a public sidewalk, taking pictures of anything you can see, uh, that's perfectly legal. And some groups get really pissed off about that and don't like it. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. In, def- in defense, it depends on uh, potential county local laws here in the U.S. There are some lo- there are some laws there are some laws that apply specifically to uh, taking pictures of uh, like airports, certain kinds of government buildings um, from different uh, during different t- uh, times of events, things like that. Um, there are some about if you're taking a picture from like a public sidewalk, that's one thing. That's but if you that's what they're doing. But if you're right, and, and I've seen some of those, and those are perfectly legal. Uh, wherein the confusion lies is that your average home homeowner tends to think of the sidewalk in front of their house as their personal property, and it's not. Um, even if it goes through their yard, it's still not their property. You know, because they have. Uh, sections of areas where like the sidewalk will go through your driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And technically that's, you know, you, you, you can't park your p- car over that part of the sidewalk that's going through your driveway. So I can literally stand on that and take a picture. Yep. But, um, there, there are nuisance laws and such that are put into place at different localities and such, uh, dealing with, uh, cameras. So if you are constantly going out daily to one particular location and taking a picture of somebody's house, some places actually have laws against that. There is that. Because but, that's not standard behavior. But it's still not illegal. Um, well, again, we're not lawyers, and laws vary in different areas of the U.S. Right. Let me, let me, let me rephrase then. It may be considered a nuisance, but constitutionally, if you're in public and you're photographing, especially what these guys do, a public-owned building, a government facility, a government building, like uh, a town hall, for instance, that's, well, oh, well, that, that's, a, that's a public building. You're on a public street. That's constitutionally protected. And, again, don't take legal advice from any podcast, even if it happens to be the guys over at Opening Arcs, because, I mean, you know liability and shit. And there's also a fine line. You know, you're out with some friends. You guys are touring a city that you've never been to. You're taking pictures and you go on your way. Then there's going out with the intent purpose to rowdy up some people or piss off some police officers and, and dangle the law in front of their noses and specifically, you know, to troll. Don't go trolling. It doesn't usually end well. Yeah. Want to go trolling? Go on Twitter. Go on Reddit. Go on Facebook. Oh, there you go. Go on Facebook if you want to troll. Don't I know it? Or come on over to our uh, our live chat. Troll us <laughs> because the numbers keep going up, and that gets us more interactions. So, thanks, guys. <laughs> like, how many trolls have we blocked so far? Oh, it's 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 been. I was I was telling I was telling Tiny Trouble about that earlier today, and he's just like, well, if they're not pissing you off and you're having fun, hey, go for it, man. Anyhow, so back to it. Yes, the the cry of audit the audit has been delicious to hear because it is the equivalent of stop the vote, stop the vote, count the vote, count the vote. Make up your goddamn minds. And, you know, like I said, man, this is this is truly like four year old petulant child kind of thing. It's it's absolutely hellaciously funny to me, and I don't even know what to make of it. So obviously, you know, obviously, you guys have heard parts of this, and and what what did you think when you when it came down and it's just like <laughs> we still won? Reminds me of a lot of people that uh, bitch and moan about like free market and businesses and such, and they complain that you know. Oh, the government's getting too involved, and uh, they, they just make a lot of generic complaints. And then when they're answered with government, uh, in some cases with government regulations, in other cases where government regulation is um, 
not uh, involved uh, because it is an open market and everything else. It's a case of they start complaining the second stuff doesn't go their way. It's, well, we want all this stuff, but only if it benefits us, not if it benefits everybody. We want to be in control of this. We want to have the control over the labor laws and whether or not we can fire somebody on the spot. They shouldn't be allowed to just quit. They sh- who, who, who needs a living wage? And, you know, they just need to work harder. And <laughs> it, I, I've heard so many different types of arguments and so many different things that it's starting to all lump in together into one large group of these people over here are bitching and moaning because things aren't going their way. Not because they're not trying hard enough, but because they want to have things going their way, but they don't want anybody else to benefit from what they're, what they have. And then you have the other people who are bitching and moaning about things not going their way because things are truly rigged against them. And I'm seeing two big, it, it, it's just becoming two groups. Okay. Y- you guys want, like privilege, but you're refusing to acknowledge it and you're trying to uh, make it look like uh, you're getting downtrodden and bullshit. Meanwhile, the people over here on this other side are actually the ones getting stomped all over. And you're saying that they're not actually getting stomped all over, that they just need to suck it up, but you're not willing to suck it up. Yeah. Hypocritical son of a bit. And it's the same thing with these voting guys, uh, guys and gals are like, well, the, the votes turned out worse in our favor than before. Uh, so the votes must be wrong. Do it again. But you know, if the Democrats pulled this shit, they'd be turning around going, ah, you're just doing it because you are sore losers. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) Seriously. You're all I was not happy because- when Trump won, but I didn't go around demanding that all the states do fucking recounts. No, generally speaking, uh, again, broad brush, generally speaking, the Democratic Party, again, broad brush, went ahead and said, fine, it, the system got gamed, it's bullshit, let's move forward and deal with it and work with it as best we can. We didn't cry sour grapes. We worked with as best we could. And let us tell you, we went through some goddamn actual pain. As did some of our loved ones. Thank you very much. But that's another piece for another day. Yeah. That's another peach? Sorry, fruit, did you say fruit? It's another piece for another day. <laughs> I'm a schmuck. Yeah, you're a schmuck. We already know that, though, but that's why we love you, because you're a schmuck. <laughs> schmuck, schmeckle, whatever. It's all Yiddish to me. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> See, he's, he's, he's laughing Shlemiel. because... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering why they're even bothering with an audit in Texas. I mean, Trump won the state. I guess they're trying to prove something with, like, the four massive blue counties in texas that overwhelmingly vote democrat well now see here's here's where it gets to be funny because as i understood the announcement and i could be wrong on this one because i I, i'm a little tied up in the brain right about now as i understood it they went ahead there was some kind of a press release that was saying that they were going to do 
recounts in two heavily Democratic areas and yep. two heavily Republican areas, but also that the people who are actually in charge of that count of those counties are basically kind of going looking around, kind of you know the uh, the uh, you know the weird shruggy shoulder looking around, don't know what the hell's going on reaction gif. You know, kind of yeah. like the who's what, where, where, who? Nobody told me. Who, what, yeah. where, when, and, why, how? So I don't know what's Abbott, actually going on yet. Well, Abbott and the AG are going along with it just to play kiss ass to Trump because Trump wants it. You know, let them keep That's going. all that amounts to. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Let them keep going because at the rate it's going, they're simply killing off their constituents as it is. Yes, I know I'm mixing different pieces, but it's hard to argue because both from the sickness and from the people who are, have been kind of fence city who are kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, no. What's going on here? Some of them are actually kind of looking around and, and, and trying to figure out what the hell is going on because some of them are actually, you know, realizing that, yeah, this is, this is, this is wrong. We shouldn't be acting like this. Not a great percentage, but a greater than zero percentage. It needs to be more. I agree. I, I agree. don't know. I, I I would bet my house and my next year salary that you did not happen to see it. But there was a piece that came out last night where Steve Schmidt had you know, had an interview with uh, Rachel Maddow. We, and oh, it was making the rounds. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. And it was making the rounds on Twitter last night, his interview after he was on there. And the way that he was talking, it's some scary, scary stuff. And for those who, you know, didn't happen to catch an interview or anything like that, you know, he was talking about how we're in a very dangerous place right now, which we are. Agreed. And that he thinks that Trump is going to run again in 2024. And there's several other people who have come out and said, yeah, that will happen unless he's dead or something. And that the pieces are being put into place now to where the Democrats will not be able to win another election. You know, because of machination, machinations, however you pronounce that word. You got it right. And, um, yeah, the, the interview itself was really chilling. A lot of people heard that and it just scared, you know, scared them like nothing else that <laughs> you could imagine. And rightly so. And, uh, that, you know, a lot of the people that did not back Trump in 2016 have been marginalized from the GOP, which is true. That is fact. Um, that's why you're not hearing anything from Paul Ryan and, and the old guard. And there's too many people who, you know, joined the Trump camp enthusiastically. And uh, there's really no way to stop them. But he was, you know, talking just he can see this playing out now. And then there was a a, a piece that. Gosh, I cannot remember his name. I just went blank. Uh, it was, you know, an old school neocon from back in the day had written a piece back in 2016 detailing how all of this was going to go down ahead of time. And it, everything that he said is coming to pass. Everything. 
It was before Trump got elected. He was trying to warn people. <laughs> and all of this is playing into that bigger game. All of it. The problem is, the problem is twofold. One, how do you stop the avalanche once it's started? Because it has. Mm -hmm. And two, how do you prevent it from happening again in the future? Assuming that you can stop it in the first place. Well, that's the the thing. The guy who wrote the, the piece... In 2016, came out with another piece on Friday hmm. as like a follow-up, and it was a very, very lengthy piece, but the basic gist of his piece was you cannot, it's already been put into motion, and it's a done deal, and we're screwed, and that we know what's coming, we can see it coming, we can name it, Um. And we could try to use legal means to stop it, but legal means is not going to be enough. And I went, oh, yay. <laughs> so, and all of this stuff is playing into that narrative to propel it into action. And, uh, yeah, he did not see any way out. He thinks we will go down this path. The only way that I can see of dealing with it is for the damned Democratic Party to finally find its bitch hand and start using it incessantly. Every goddamn time they step out of place, every time they do something illegal, slap them. Slap them down hard. Just immediately. Because well, this continued bullshit of, oh, there are rules for you, none for me, is absolutely bullshit. Yeah, the, the, this is just from the peanut gallery on Daily Coast, who is commenting on the piece that was in the Washington Post Friday. The only way that they can see out of it, and I think that they are correct, is if indictments start flying out right and left and they arrest all these people. And that has to happen before 2022. And if it doesn't, it's over. It has to happen by then. It has to happen now. Yeah. And there's, you know, people questioning whether Garland has the guts to do that. If he will do that, if he doesn't, it's over. Question is, what choices are there really to be had? The longer you wait, there, the longer it gets into uh, the time frame where uh, election stuff starts happening. And as soon as you get into that is the sooner that they can go ahead and, and accuse it of being a, a hatchet job, a partisan hatchet job, because it's one uh, Democrat versus Republicans at that point. And yeah. that won't play out real well. So you're right. It's got to be happening. It's got to be happening. 
Halloween. It should it be. Ha- it should be. It, it needs to happen before midterms. I mean, full stop. Yeah. And McConnell's already coming out and saying now that when, not if, but when they were take the House in 2022, that Biden will not get any more court appointments for SCOTUS or any of the other courts because he's not going to allow it. He's not going to allow it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, with, with the two uh, dinos that we have now, you know, saying, oh, well, we need bipartisanship and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking, you know, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin with the two of them. Uh, yeah, they're fucking us over. And I saw where they were thinking about holding some kind of a no, no confidence vote on cinema, but I don't know that they can actually remove her for that. And it's not Congress. It's actually the people in Arizona. You know, the, the Democratic Party in Arizona is wanting to recall her. I'm not recall her. Uh, what do you call it? I, I guess censure her or something like that. But uh, that's the only fix that we have is if they magically decide to go along to get along with the Democrats or something happens and they're replaced because they resign for health issues or something. I don't know. Or they get paid off. You know. Something. I really don't Those like thinking of that option. Those two are but the problem. Those yeah. two. Yeah. And they're screwing over everybody. And by mm-hmm. everybody, I don't mean the Democratic Party. You mean the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. Every person in this country. And they know it. And they're and simply they using care. that to... Yeah. They are basically the... They are the... Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll accept the we'll accept the the little D at the end of our name just so that we can go ahead and get away with anything that we want because what are you gonna do? We're in business here. Yeah. Meanwhile, they are not in any way, shape, or form doing. I don't get it. So that piece aside for a second. Because it, it's not that it's not in, not that it's not consequential. It is it absolutely is. But we're dealing with these groups that, for whatever reason, they're basically of the opinion of, well, it didn't go my way, so I want a do over, and I want to keep getting a do over until I get it my way, and it don't work that way. It. It's not supposed to. Legally, you can't. And if somebody is going to go ahead and tell me, well, you know, best three out of seven. uh, Yeah. No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. It's not supposed to. That's not the way it's laid out. And if you got a problem with that, I believe the expression is go pound sand. I mean. I think Trump is still trying to get a do-over or an audit in Georgia as well, but uh, as far as I can tell, their you know their people are like, uh, no. <laughs> but he he you know recently sent a letter to Raffensperger again to try to ask him to have a do-over again, 
and uh, ex- you know, expecting him to give him whatever legal remedies were available. It's like there's not any. <laughs> there you go. By the way, uh, TD, hi. Um, just used a, a an expression that I'm not exactly familiar with. I'm actually looking it up as quickly as I can to educate myself. So reading while trying to talk at the same time doesn't exactly work. Sophists. While I'm trying to look up and, and try to understand a little oh, that's great, Wikipedia. The Greek word, it's Greek. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even going to bother. You know, is related to the noun also in Greek. I yeah. Okay. Okay. A sophist was a teacher in ancient Greece in the 5th and 4th centuries BC. Sophists specialized in one or more subject areas such as philosophy, rhetoric, music, athletics, and mathematics. Yes. That's from uh, Wikipedia. Yes, which is where I'm looking at the bone. The, the, yeah. And the Oxford uh, Dictionary degrees with it. Yeah, well, the Oxford Dictionary can go ahead and take my apostrophe when it wants. Wait, no, comma, comma. Do they have a thing on the, on the... And the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy says that the Greek word sophistis, if I pronounced it right, formed from the noun sophia, wisdom or learning, has the general sense, one who exercises wisdom or learning. Okay. Yep. So, basically, teachers. I've been called worse than a teacher. Actually being called teacher? I cannot ever imagine that being a slight on anyone's character. Ever. I've had some teachers who give the name teacher a bad name. That's a different matter. But the point is taken. Be this a man. Uh, In case you weren't aware of what I was talking about, I will have to find you this letter that Trump sent. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll paste it here. God, he is such a petulant child. Yeah, I mean, that was that was fairly recent. He's still trying. <laughs> yeah, I can't pull it up to read it right now, so I will... Uh... Yeah, but the gist of it was he's still looking for some kind of, you know, that he's claiming that there was large-scale voter fraud that's continuing to be reported in Georgia. And here's a report of 43,000 absentee ballot votes counted in DeKalb County that violated chain of custody rules, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, he's looking for legal, whatever correct legal remedies are available and announce the true winner. This was by Trump. And I'm like, what? Oh, this is the one where he's trying to say, hey, I want to go ahead and screw with uh, the Georgia state elections, but not really screw with it legally. Is is that is that the letter that we're talking about? Yeah, he, he wants them okay. to announce that he actually legitimately won and he's the true winner of the state. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 not going to have happen. Oh, no. since since you brought that one, we need to we need to hit the uh, the thing over here. Uh, wait a minute, uh, more importantly, they were paid to argue with the goal of publicly winning while using screwed arguments. Well, that's that's 
All right. While not personally holding any particular beliefs. Oh, a bullshit artist. Uh, a, a paid teacher of philosophy and rhetoric in ancient Greece, associated in popular thought with moral skepticism and specious reasoning. I pronounced that right the first time, and I'm just speed reading it. Uh, a person who reasons with clever but fallacious arguments. Again, a bullshit artist. Sophist so, comedian. Uh, no. No. Well, no, that's a bullshit artist. Uh, no. No. And God, I'm thinking back on it now, and it's so funny to look back on it now and think, oh my God, B. Arthur was so much younger back then. She didn't look any much younger than when she was on the Golden Girls. But that's just me. The, um, what was it that I was uh, going to mention? Oh, the six point plan that was put out that made it into the news to be investigated into to say, okay, so this is how the election could be simply set aside to keep the guy in office. Again, another situation where these petulant children simply could not accept a bad outcome to the point where Mike Pence even called uh, who was it? Dan Quayle, was it? Yeah, to, it was Dan Quayle. To, to ask, you know, what can I do here? I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. And forgive me, Mr. Quayle, but for somebody to go ahead and say, let's call Dan Quayle. I'm not ragging you as a person in any way, shape or form. But, sir, I believe it is incumbent for us to recognize that from the time when you were last in the public eye until now, you've not been in the public eye, like, at all. So, for somebody to go ahead and say, you know what, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe call Dan Quayle? Yeah, uh, mm, no, that, that's not a good, that's not a good showing right there. And even Dan Quayle went ahead and said, uh, yeah, dude, um, hands are tied. Yeah, he, that's that's your duty. That's your that's that's the obligation of the job, and there's nothing else to be done. So do what you're supposed to do. I know for well, I'm I'm highly paraphrasing, but I would really hope that it included at some point uh, the word bitch. I would really like that to have been in there. I can't prove that it was in there, but I would really like to think that it was. Just saying. But but how scary is that that. Dan Quayle <laughs> saved the Republic. <laughs> One of the. Let me th think about it. No, you're quite right. It's so weird to think of it in terms of one of the few who still has respect for the position. Integrity. Yeah. How often do we get to say that about people? Again, speaking with a very broad brush again, although it's sadly all too common now, somebody who is in the Republican Party who actually has integrity. I will admit that I have started looking through people's profiles on social media lately, and those of them that have been 
showing that they are um, liking, uh, for instance, on on Facebook, uh, liking, following, whatever whatever the term is, I don't even remember off the top of my head. Republican Party, I will look at very guardedly. Conservative values, not really happy, but I'm still willing to allow wiggle room for people to maybe have a different philosophic uh, philosophy on economics. Okay, let's go with that for the time being. But if I find out that I am in a particular circle with someone who is specifically following an individual who has proven themselves to be a represent rep a reprehensible personality gone gone done i had to i had to stop following an artist that i liked very much liked their their art style for a long time because i looked at their stuff and they have been following the nra and it's oh like you know what uh no nope nope don't want nothing to do with you i don't care how good your art is i don't care what the hell else you've got to say even though some of their stuff has also been, I had to go looking back through their various journal postings. Uh, yeah, they're kind of saying, uh, downplaying the, the, uh, the, the coof. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not putting up with that shit anymore. Yeah. And I really, really do believe that people like this, organizations like this should be simply put in the child's table the the timeout corner and punished and the adults can go ahead and run the country yeah and i really wish the younger ones were the ones coming up and doing it what i find really interesting is some of the more prominent people who were you know in the gop back you know in 2008, 2012, you know, the stalwarts, you know, like, I mean, I never did really like Paul Ryan. You know, I don't like his policies. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even he is not on board with the Trump train and Trumpism and what has become. And then you have, um, you know, people like Jennifer Rubin, who, you know, was always you know a conservative and robert reich you know people like that that are like no we can't stomach what has happened to this iteration of the gop and there's nothing small c conservative about it you know so now they're coming out and speaking out and a lot of people are giving them crap because it's like well you helped propel this you know you worked on john mccain's campaign you you know, were in charge of W's media and all that other stuff. But those people, you know, are coming out and speaking out and saying, no, we cannot stomach this. This is not right. This is not who we are. You know, or Liz Cheney, you know, and, and they're being ostracized by the, the Trump faction, which happens to be what has taken over that entire party. And I'm kind of torn on that because. You know, like my husband is one of those. It's like, well, screw them because they brought this on. They participated. It's their fault. But I'm like, 
well, you know, they are seeing what is happening and they're not on board with it and they're speaking out. So I'm not mad at them. You know, better late than never. If they really, if they really wanted to do right. Yeah. I would think that they would start rebuilding a new political organization instead. They're trying, but there's not enough of them. I mean, you've got like a couple of hundred, but what's 200 against 74 million people? Agreed. Agreed. And by the way, TD, uh, thank you. That is a wonderful way of uh, putting it over here. Uh, had, had also said, by the way, Plato called sophists anti-logical and eristic. I think it's, you know, it's Greek to me. I'm, I, whatever the hell, uh, since they sought not actual knowledge, but argumentation and also said gaslighting, what about ism, all right playbooks, all sophists. Thank you. Very clear in my head now. I hope that if folks understand better, brilliant. That's that's kind of what we, we hope. Uh, if not, ask somebody to help it explain to you. Nothing wrong with that. Please don't don't ever think that, you know, it, 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 it's no longer time to learn something. It's always, it's always time to learn something. And what would you put up there? Oh, I'm, I'm okay. still angry about the California recall election. <laughs> oh, that was a... F- it's it's like, why, why did you do that? And just think, $280 million? What could, what could you have done with that kind of money to help, you know, unhoused people? Or hungry people, or you know, just could have done so much with that money. I say that every time I drive down a road and I see a new church being built, I I I think to myself, look, there's a building right there. Okay, they're obviously going to have some sort of plumbing because it's going to need a bathroom, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to need electricity because it's probably going to have a sound system. Uh, which me- means it's probably also going to have some some level of climate control, whether it's heating and a bunch of fans to cool off or an actual AC. Um, so, you know, why not instead take all that square footage and, you know, turn it into housing for people who don't have any place to go? Or, you know, if you've got plenty of housing in the area, why not turn it into a kitchen? to feed people who maybe don't have enough food to eat, you know, instead of telling people how they're going to save your souls and, you know, just pray everything away. And as long as you do all the things we tell you to do, everything's going to be all right. And if you don't feel good about your life here, just put more money in the dish, you know, give it to us instead. Cause you know, God, God needs money. You know, to do the godly works that, you know, the things that God used to do for free in the Bible. Now it costs money. Curing lepers and blindness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Death. Why only- oh, and uh, somebody- making sure Trump wins an election, you know, because because now we've got uh, the IRS isn't doing anything against uh, when uh, preachers get called out. Uh, directing, you know, 
telling their sheep who to vote for and they get caught doing it, the IRS doesn't do what they're supposed to do. Another case of the government not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And even worse yet, literally sending in the videos to the IRS as a come and what, what is it? Malone LaBay? <laughs> I mean, if, if I were for the IRS, I'd be, I'd be like, sure, I'll, I'll do an audit. Let's do this. Yeah. Except that the upper ups won't allow it. And that's another one of those pieces. See, like Which I said, is wrong because it's actually in the laws that it should be happening. Yeah. The agreement for them to be tax non-taxed is to stay the hell out of government politics. And they're not. And we see it. We see it with the, with the vaccine. We see it with the voting. We see it with everything. And honestly, I, I'm looking at stuff. I'm looking at the way the country is going. It's like, it, it, it's going to become a, it's, it's going to be a theocracy without being called a theocracy soon. Yeah. Or at the very least, it's going to be an autocracy or an autocracy. Authoritarian regime with a theocratic bent, with you know the SCOTUS that's in place. So, item one, get rid of the filibuster. Yeah. Item two, how many justices should be on the Supreme Court? One for every district. Yep, that would be thirteen. Three. Every time someone breaks the law. You slap them the hell down with it. Yep. Starting off with, starting off with, Senator, do you acknowledge and agree that Joseph Biden is the duly elected president of the United States of America by having gained the most electoral votes? Yes or no, please. Will the sergeant at arms please be ready to eject them if the answer is anything other than yes? At four? Yeah. And I just lost number 404 was to pass the voting rights act. Yep. Well, we, make it we, we can't have other can't. people of different color having the same rights to vote as everybody else. It's not legally just the they can't say that, of course. It's not just the colors, though. It's the mechanisms I, I that they have put into place now to where they can replace the legitimate slate of electors with their own slate of electors and and all those votes, I, which I, is what we now have in place in a couple of states, where they can literally say we don't care how our constituents voted, we get to make the decision of who we're going to send as electors and if we don't like the choice you know that that's why there has been this push to take away the power of the elect uh the um electoral college no 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 no. the the people that are in charge of the elections in states like arizona and georgia and texas to take away that ability for them to do their jobs and turn it over to a state apparatus that's GOP controlled. Gotcha. Uh, the reason why I mentioned uh, the Electoral College is that, as was taught to me, admittedly, this goes back a long ways, mm-hmm. part of the duties of the Electoral College 
was supposed to be if someone is elected by the masses, yet the Electoral College has reason to suspect and reason to disagree with that vote, it is supposed yeah. to be incumbent upon them to vote for to to not vote for the one that they have I, I want to say it is serious misgivings towards, although that is a very downplayed version of it. So mm-hmm. if someone that was, was the original attempt. Yeah. So if someone was obviously corrupt, but yet swayed enough votes, the Electoral College's duty was supposed to have been to not vote for them. Right. And yet that's been gamed because there is no such thing as integrity across the board. Right. Or the other solution to that may be, um, this was something that, you know, my husband and I were talking about last night because we're like, what do we do about this mess is to change the number of representatives that we have. Because, you know, right now it's set at 435. It's a fixed number. But if you go by population, then we ought to have a lot more representatives than that. Because it's it's not right to have like a representative that, you know, represents 20,000 people and another representative that represents a couple million. There is that. But I don't, you know, that's, that's not going to be fixed at any point in the future, you know, I mean, not the immediate future and neither is getting rid of the electoral college. I mean, it's just not going to happen. And as long as it can be gained, you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and therein lies part of the problem, isn't it? I mean, I am, I am all for did, uh, what's, what's the right term for it at this point? Dissolving the electoral college. And going yeah. to simply a a national popular vote, a national popular vote, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would work. Uh, the most creative solution that I saw to this, which isn't going to happen, but <clears throat> I thought was very creative, was from the people who were you know making comments on the forum in you know on the Daily Coast site was all of these rural areas because what we're having now is a split between the rural and urban areas mm-hmm. and the urban areas are you know, by and large Democrat rural area areas are Republican. Yeah. Which I and absolutely don't understand, but be that as it may. Well, I mean that, that, that is the way that the country is, is divided at this point. And so if you took a few hundred thousand people out of the blue areas and had them move into the more rural areas, it would flip those democratic boom, <laughs> just population wise. Now, having people willing to do that, you know, that's another matter, but I guess it could be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. It's an interesting idea. If you had some that were super wealthy and could afford to, you know, relocate to those places for a couple of years just to flip the districts, you know. And I would it's like to idea. think that, yeah, I would like to think that where I live, which is ve- uh, quite a rural area, mm. Uh, and yes, unfortunately, there are several 
Trump train items around, flags and, and the such, which whenever I drive by, I throw them the finger because I can. I know, I know, it doesn't really change anything, but it's better than me buying a, a airsoft rifle and shooting them at uh, 10 o'clock at night as I'm driving by. No, I would not do that. I'd rather use a Nerf gun, personally, but I mean, that be that as it may. I would like to hope that in some small way I am helping in my particular area. I am very glad that there are now two of this. Uh, I can only assume how Tiny Triple has voted, because I did not ask, and I would not. But sure. considering everything involved, I think, generally speaking, he and I pretty well vote very similarly. Is it completely nuanced? Uh, no, no, I, I will admit that. But at the same time, there is a certain rationale to the madness. And by madness, I do not mean insanity. I mean being furious. But that's neither here nor there at the moment. And and one thing that I have to say about people who are Tiny Triple's age and my daughter's age um. You know, several of them are actually more clued in than we give them credit for. Yeah. A lot of people speak ill of the Gen Z and say that they're, you know, snowflakes or they're lazy or, you know, you've heard all the tropes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're really, they're really not. I mean, they have come up in a different, you know, situation than we did when we were growing up, but. You know, they know that they have gotten screwed from the get-go as far as jobs and, you know, the ability to ever be a homeowner. And, and you know, the, the cards are stacked against them and they know it. And, you know, but they're a lot more clued in than we think they are. And a lot of them are becoming more politically engaged. And that's wonderful. And that's a good thing. And a lot more of them are participating now. And I think that that's great. Thank you, AOC, for being a beacon for some of them to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm mad as hell and I'm going to, I'm going to, to I'm going to the mat. Yeah. It, I, I know that Nancy Pelosi has to retire soon because she can't be there forever and she's done, you know, a good job, you know, throughout the, the decades. But. but but I would love to see AOC as Speaker of the House. <laughs> wow, wouldn't that? I would love that because that would bring Mitch McConnell so much closer to a heart attack. <laughs> and I before anybody would... gets on my case, that's a natural causes event. That would be delicious. I'm yeah. I would just love to see that. You and me. Both. Um, TD, uh, as to Electoral College, states have broken laws that make it winner-take-all. I I don't know enough about that to comment on that one. So that's that's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, kind of see about reading up into. Utah is a popular vote winner-take-all on the Electoral College. This breaks whatever reasoning there may be to have it. Yeah, I... I Total get you on that one. Uh, continuing, I would rather there be much more selective requirements for being on the Electoral College. I agree. Leaning towards education and expertise in a battery of fields. 
economics, public works, local government, etc. Yes, someone that actually, what's the expression we're looking for, gets it. As far as voter districts goes, there is such broken laws in their regards with no consistent or sense to the line. Consistency. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm assuming is what you were going for. Or sense to the lines other than to win and keep power. No regards to representation of the population. Abso-goddamn-lutely. And that has been gamed time and time again because whichever group it is that writes the new lines, spoilers, tends to be, not always, tends to be the Republican Party. Yes. It's gamed by saying it's not for keeping us in power. It's for getting more votes. And that's legal. Or some such colossal bullshit. TD is right. And, you know, I don't know that much about my personal state, how our elect. Electoral college people are selected or on the slate. I know nothing about that. Uh, you know, I'm not at that level, but I know just looking at the bylaws, uh, between the, the GOP and the Democrats, even our bylaws are vastly different as far as how they choose delegates. And, you know, the, the Democrats here, at least in this state and in Arkansas, because I remember, you know, being delegate there as well. Uh, the Democrats will assign a certain number of delegate slots, you know, based on population and all that other stuff. But they, you know, intentionally set it to where they have a certain percentage that are female and a certain percentage that are trans and a certain percentage that may be disabled in some way. Um, you know, they try to make it as diverse as possible. And, you know, this, the split right now is like at least 51% female and 50% male, but they can also be in these other categories. They can overlap, but, you know, they, they have a certain number of people in special categories on purpose as part of their selection. So if, you know, if if they're electing seventy six delegates, then they have to be of these makeups of the population. It has to truly be representative. The GOP does not do that in this state. Considering that the vast majority of any groups put together by GOP tends to be again not diverse. That's the nicest way of putting it. Um, the closest thing to what. Okay, this is hyperbole. For those of you that want to say it hyperbole, I know I want to say it that way whenever I read the word too. It's hyperbole. It tends to look like a Hitler's youth group. Yes. I am 100% willing to go ahead and say that I have tipped Godwin's law. However, it's hard to argue the point. The picture that happened from uh, the White House when they had the interns between uh, Obama's administration and Trump's administration, uh, it is not 
wrong to say that it was night and day by comparison to each other. And yes, pun is firmly in cheek, but only just to let you know that, yeah, um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, living in Indiana and being a Democrat, <laughs> um, I mean, it's not it's not a, a for sure deal whenever I run that I will get you know, selected as delegate because actually <laughs> the last election we had, you know, a lot more Democrats run than there were slots for. But, you know, usually I get I get chosen usually. Cool. And I, and I, like I said, I, I ticked several boxes in their categories. And so that ups my chances. But, um, yeah, I mean, so far I'm four out of four, which is not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. And my kid even got elected last time. Nice. <laughs> I was proud of her. It's very cool. And yeah, TD. That that last line that you got right there, man, that that pisses me off to no end. Sophists arguments, sophists argue to win rather than being logically consistent. Boy, I tell you what, if that ain't the most accurate statement of the night, and that's what it comes down to. You know, wrapping this whole damn thing back around to you know where where we are show wise it's exactly what it is we don't like the outcome that we went ahead and said that we wanted so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bitch and moan and bark at the moon and we're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get what we want because you can't stop us and isn't that the biggest problem of it all exactly that we're gonna do it because you won't stop us Question: If there's an audit mm-hmm. of the audit of the audit of the audit, yeah, how far is down? That like, is that like inception level audit? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. The Democratic groups were basically saying, "Look, this is an organization that has no knowledge on how to do this damn thing. They're screwing things around left, right, and center. They're trying to ask for stuff that legally we should not give them. And you want you you really want them. We're trying to tell you they shouldn't be fucking fine, fine. You you got what you want, all right? Now just shut up, fine. Let them go ahead. We'll just keep a watch and make sure that they're not going to damage the actual infrastructure of the whole damn thing. Oh, now you don't like the outcome that you got that you actually paid for. What the hell's your problem? And they and they compromise some voting machines in the process that are going to cost millions of dollars to replace. Yeah, because they can't they can't use them any longer. That the that the that the state GOP was supposed to pay for and have decided, oh well, we don't actually have to pay for those now. The taxpayers are going to pay to replace them. Uh, TD turtles all the way down, man. If only yeah. I could push Mitch McConnell's face all the way down. Yeah. I wonder how long he would last holding his breath. I'm Not just saying. Long. I'm. I'm just saying. If one day he was, you know, found in a in a hotel room, uh, having died from uh, autoerotic asphyxiation, you know, I 
I wouldn't talk ill about the man. What do you think? He's a priest? <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. I know. Um, those, no, those guys no, usually no, get don't. caught with uh, their hands down somebody's pants. No. Uh, did you see uh, John Oliver's uh, show where they finally got out from under uh, Bob Murray's thumb? And the slap suit. No. He did a whole big song and dance about how legally, if you were to say something that was obviously completely and utterly outrageous that no one would actually believe, you can get away with saying it. So, you know, that, that, uh, how do they, how did they put it? That's why, that's why we can say that Greta Thunberg allegedly killed the zodiac killer you know some something <laughs> stupid like that where it's 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 absolute absolute parody of itself and you know i just i just want to say you know i would very much love to see what would happen if we took mitch mcconnell put him into a turtle suit and then set him up onto the beach where all of the seagulls could peck at him all day he deserves it um uh- I mean, just in, you know, the, the crap that he managed to pull off in Kentucky is just amazing and, to me. And continuing to, uh, threatening to continue to do through the next well, however long he survives and alive. Well, he has already made it to where if he happens to die before reelection or before midterms or anything else, the governor of Kentucky can't even appoint his replacement. He's already hand selected three people to choose from as his replacement. And the, the GOP in Kentucky have passed it into law. So there's nothing that governor Bashir can do. And another thing that they have managed to do was, was stripped Bashir of any legal mechanism to enforce any kind of a mass mandate or anything else that was taken away from him. And so now people in Kentucky are going, how come Bashir doesn't step in and do something? Because, you know, our hospitals are overflowing. All these people are dying. And it's like, what do you want them to do? The, the, the ledge literally stripped him of any power to declare any type of emergency for more than 30 days. That 30 days has come and gone. And North Carolina did the same kind of thing when their GOP governor was on his way out the door to that, you know, to make it to where the Democratic governor had no power. And it's like they keep doing things like this and they're getting away with it. And it's just like, I just, it's beyond me how they get away with this, but they do it. I mean, how can I mean? I just I, I don't know, and I really I, wish I, that I don't did. know. But I, these are the kinds of tactics that they're using. How do you fight back against that if they're, you know, in in power at the state level and and have super, you know, super majority votes, and 
you know, even even if the governor tries to veto what they're trying to pull, they can override his veto and do it anyway. And they're just doing anything and everything they want to. What do you do? You know, if the governor can't stop what's happening in the state, how are average citizens supposed to stop it? We can't. I mean, they will do anything. And they're doing it. And they're doing it. They're getting away with it because they're not getting pushed back. And it's scary. And rightly so. And for anybody that's wondering, well, I mean, really, yeah, how, how much could that possibly be? Let's go ahead and just remind you, Roe versus Wade has been on the chopping block for, let's see, uh, about uh, from the first week after it originally passed at SCOTUS yeah. level. And now we've got to be dealing with uh, Texas. You guys saw there was a doctor that went ahead and said, yep, I performed an abortion inside the six-week time frame. Uh, sorry, outside the six-week time frame. Arrest me. Go ahead. Do it. Can't arrest him because it's, a, you know, it's the, you know, citizens that are taking actions and not the legal arm of the of the state. Uh, but he does have three lawsuits that have been filed against him by people who do not reside in the state. And as far as I'm concerned, it's just going to be a matter of um, the the courts are going to have to go through and deal with it. And then it becomes a matter of uh, – I'm trying to remember. Which amendment was it that said that uh, you're supposed to be able to face your accuser in court? Uh, anyway, so, you know um, – Sixth Amendment. Thank you. Which means um, it it's it, – it must go bye-bye, at least in the implementation of anybody can file. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, though, I think that the, you know, the ex-attorney, disbarred attorney in, in Arkansas who filed the lawsuit, I think he did it for good reasons. Yeah, one of them, one of the, one of the people who filed the- a court case to come before mm -hmm. SCOTUS. Yes. Yes, that's exactly the case. Yeah. And good on him for doing that. I, as much as a lot of lawyers get a bad rap, there are some of them out there who do stuff that seems slimy for a very good reason. And this would be that kind of thing. I understand the law. I understand how it's supposed to work. And I understand how yours is currently working. So let's go ahead and push it up to where it needs to be so they can be taken apart. Yeah. I think that was his intent. I mean, he was disbarred and he, you know, is a convicted felon, but I think that his motivations were good. So oh. it's just like um, in the fictional story, The Bicentennial Man by Isaac Asimov. Mm. Um, at one point, a gentleman sues uh, a, a, a worker that works under him and uh, one of his employees. Fires him and then uh, uh, sues to make it legal because the guy had a certain number of internal organs replaced with prosthetics, right? That were created by the bicentennial man uh, and approved, uh, got a case, uh, basically created the case in court that no matter how many prosthetics you have, you still started off as human and, and, you know, therefore, you know, 
you're still a human being, you still have human rights. And what it was is it was generating case after case after case to define and narrow down the very definition of what is and is not human, uh, which ultimately led to the end. The, the book was so much better than the movie. I'm the, guessing. Uh, Robin Williams is an excellent actor. He did a great job, but the book was better. Yes. Because you're now dealing with the philosophical and legal ramifications of the ship of Theseus problem. Right. So in this case with the, uh, the abortions and, Oh, they're going to do this. Okay. Uh, I don't think this should happen. So let's drag this thing to court and really put a, the kibosh on it. But you, you, you can't, you actually have to go into it and, and try to make it work. You know, you can't just go in there and half ass it. You actually have to go in there and try to make it work. So there's a fight going on, but for the right reasons. I think, and you know, as a former attorney that actually filed this suit, you know, he would know, I, I think, no more from a legal standpoint of what he's up against and how to finesse this. It's just like the doctor going through with uh, doing the thing. Um, because it needs to be addressed. It needs to, it needs to go to court. It needs to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, seriously, I am so fed up with adult children, giving children a bad name. I'm so fed up with this. If it's not, oh, um, you treated that person exactly like me. I don't like that. I, I only want to be treated like me. I don't want anybody else to be treated like me. Yeah. Go sit in a corner, go eat some glue, you know, or some crayons or something, you know, go lick, lick a window or something. You know, you, you are a waste of human, humankind. Uh, meanwhile, you have the other people who are trying to be kind and uh, caring in others and they're getting arrested like the uh the guy that was going around and feeding the homeless they didn't want the the homeless to be fed it was against the law i was like they're still human beings you dipshit if i want to give a, a homeless guy my sandwich i should be able to give him a homeless guy my sandwich for crying out loud i can afford to lose a few pounds for <laughs> for crying out loud so it it, it sucks that our society are having all these problems um, and that the majority of the problems are being created by the adults who act like they've been eating paint all their life with lead chips in it. I was wondering if you're going to add that little piece to it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the ones who are kind and, and caring, and are, they're, they're not the ones out there yelling and screaming because that's just not, you know, the kind of people that they are, but they're getting drowned out by the, by the paint eaters. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. They're getting drowned out by the paint eaters. It's like, Oh, I don't like the fact that other people have equal rights. They didn't used to have it. Why do they need it now? And it was like, well, you know, I didn't like the fact that you breathe air. I don't think you need it anymore. But now they're getting special rights because they're getting to have the same rights as me. That doesn't make it right. That makes them having special rights, you know, like to be able to live or breathe or have employment or marry someone they love. Yeah, people aren't entitled to retirement funds. 
It's like, no, it's not. Uh, actually, yes, yes, they are. If somebody is given the promise by a company that if they put in 30 years that they will receive a retirement pension, uh, then yes, they, and they put in the 30 years, that actually is an entitlement. The other thing that people are entitled to are the same laws and regulations that we all are supposed to follow. What people are not entitled to is breaking the laws without repercussion, which is what you were doing. So you need to be held accountable for it. Oh, you're picking on me. No, 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 no. We're correcting a wrong. We're writing a wrong. And because you were the one doing the wrong and now you're being told you done bad. You're behaving like a petulant child who is told, no, don't throw those Lego bricks at other kids. Whereas before you were allowed to do it by the other teacher. Now the new teacher is saying, no, that's wrong. That's bad behavior. Don't do it. I'm serious. The human species is not mature enough for our technology or for many of our ideas and concepts. <laughs> there, there are days I think it'd be better if we just wiped out technology and went back to being, uh, uh, where, uh, loincloths and like living caves and shit. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's not going to work for no, me. No, I know, I know, I, we I, would not be better off as a species. Yeah, because I mean, it, I've, I've got all my good information on on my hard drives. You know where I'm. I was just saying, just, making. I just hope that this that this lawsuit, you know, sorts itself out in in a good way and not a bad way, because there are eleven other states that are. You know, going, hmm, we might want to implement this Texas law here. Yeah. And I think Florida is actually, you know, going to do a boilerplate thing just like Texas. And there are a lot of people who think this law is a great idea, that this is a good thing. There are plenty of people who think that, you know, uh, women not being able to have uh, reproductive control of their bodies is actually a good thing. Uh, that women who, uh, are sexually active, who get pregnant, deserve it, you know? Um, and, and there's a lot of people who think like that. And yeah. it's just, it, it, it's archaic thought. It's archaic thinking. Um, it's hanging around for so long due to religion more than anything. Um, you know, people say, oh, misogyny is like, no, 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 no. Uh, religion. Because I have met a lot of women who think the same thing, so that's not misogynistic. Yeah, you know, there's, how thick there is it to look at a at a baby or as a a pregnancy or any of that as a punishment? But that's how they see it. If she has sex, she deserves it. Yeah, how worked is that? Hugely, and you know, uh, truth be told. I'm not really that worried about them passing or trying to pass laws in Florida. I mean, at the rate of, of deaths that they're going with, they're not going to be able to get a quorum soon. So, you know, I mean, I don't know that that's really that big a deal. Oh, they'll pass a law that they won't need one. For anybody that's wondering, yes, that's called black humor. Deal with it. And I forget who it was, but the Congress critter that recently came out and said, and and it's not you know a famous one that winds up in the media a whole bunch. That's why I can't remember their name. It's yeah, you know, House Representatives and not a senator. But 
had said something to the effect of, you know, well, pregnancies that happen due to rape or um, incest, well, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean, unfortunate? Yeah, I don't know. And uh, by the way, uh, we it got- wasn't a reason for abortion. It was just unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting we're getting pretty close. It's inconvenient. To wrap up over here, uh, TD. Uh, I'd love to see some podcasts like this file for a religious exemption and publicly push politics. Then, when someone tries to use Johnson Amendment to stop that, sue for discrimination. Um, the Johnson uh, Amendment is that is that the um, uh, is that is that the tax exemption thing? Because I'm kind of pulling a blank off the top of my head. Well, regardless, uh, we don't have near, we don't have enough following. We don't have any money. We don't really have any kind of pull whatsoever. So, uh, we'll leave that to somebody that's, you know, popular, which would be almost everybody else. So, you know, let them go ahead and do that. Um, although to that end, let's just really quickly say a very large hearty thank you to the nice folks over there at the satanic temple guys you're great using rifra to challenge the the texas abortion ban guys well done well done can't wait to see how that plays out by the way, there's, uh, I found the link for uh, what you were talking about. This was back in 2017, if I remember correctly. It was uh, Republican George Fought. Yeah. There was somebody that, oh, that, that was in the news cycle that said something along those lines recently. I mean, like within the oh, last few okay. days. And because... Uh, it was it was during these discussions where they're trying, you know, where the House of Representatives is trying to pass, you know, this, you know, uh, abortion protection thing. There was a big blow up Friday, but, yeah, they're trying to actually codify this into federal law. So it was recent. And I can't remember dude's name because he's not one of the ones that you see all over the TV and in the news and stuff like that. I don't care. Yeah, like Todd Atkin back in the twenty. One of the lesser known seditionists. Yeah, can we just uh, can we just agree really quickly that anybody that holds that kind of view, they can just go fuck themselves. Can can we just agree as a group on that one? Yeah, they feel the same way about you too. So I mean, you know, they're perfectly fine. The only difference is that. Oh no, um, actually, they they don't feel the same way. They they think that you're going to burn in hell. Well, they're. yeah, yeah. Uh, Marjor- Marjorie that- Taylor Green was getting into it with the. She Debbie can't Ex- even write the word impeach correctly. Let's not. Oh, vote. that was Bobert. That was Bobert. Uh, okay, fine. She can't even use the goddamn Scooby Doo meme correctly. I mean, yeah, come on. That, that's true. But she was got into a screaming match with another rep Friday, and I can't remember uh, the rep's last name. It's Debbie somebody or the other. Uh, Got into a screaming match on the Capitol steps, and uh, after that screaming match of you know telling her, well, you know she was a murderer for you know and for voting for the passage and blah blah blah. And uh, anyway, Archer and Trader Green's um, 
what was it, her chief of staff or something like that resigned. And I don't know if it was over that screaming match or if that was just the final straw, but I thought that was funny. Fine by me. Yeah. It's like, oops. Oopsie poopsie. As far as I'm concerned, more and more of them, they find a backbone and just decide, you know what? Um, at, at the risk of getting hit with a with a musical copyright strike, fuck this shit, I'm out. As far as I'm concerned, um, we got to wrap up uh, and uh, and get on out of here. Uh, I, you know, for me, I think the only thing that I can I, I can close out of here with is uh, a real symbol. You want a do over, and then another do over for the do over. Another do-over for the do-over for the do-over. First off, no. Second, if this is the way that you're going to be, chances are you've taught this down to the next generation and the next generation after that. Because most of you people are grandparents at this point. Fuck you and your fucking entitlement ideals. Deal with the cards you were played. And if you don't like it, guess what? We didn't either, but we played by the rules. The rules are there. Play by them. And for those of you that have been playing by the rules and have just been allowing yourselves to be plowed over, fuck you too. Get on the ball Slap the shit out of people who break the rules and make things work the way that they're supposed to. We can't trust in integrity? Fine. Use a stick. I got nothing after that. Bridget, we're... um, Knowing full well that there are certain things that you can't be talking about just yet, remember, we're not off the air yet. Where do you want to close? Um, I know a lot of people have respect for Michelle Obama. I do as well. You know, I think she's very intelligent, very classy, but with her, if they go low, we go high. Okay. That has got to stop now. It is time to drag people into the mud and beat the shit out of them. It's it's at the point we have no choice. Sorry, Michelle Obama, I love you, but um, this time we can't do that. <laughs> I really wish that it were able to be that way, but you're right. It's been it's been shown that. There's only so work. many. There's only so many cheeks you can turn. Isn't that the expression? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, it's going to have to get down and dirty and raunchy and ugly. Otherwise, it's all going to fall apart, and it's going to get ugly and dirty and raunchy and violent. And we don't want that. At least not again. Tech, no. where do you want to finish? Uh, um. Just fed up with the. I'm, <laughs> I'm fed up. 
put on a mask, social distance, put a kid mask on your kids, especially if they can't get vaccinated. And, you know, don't gargle with iodine, regardless of what you read on YouTube or uh, Facebook. Okay. In fact, get off Facebook, get off Twitter, get off all those social media shit. Okay. Go read a book. Oh, and don't use hydrogen peroxide in a nebulizer. Ever. Yeah. And by the way, if, if you are for, uh, for books, um, yeah, I don't recommend reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> Not as a starter. Okay. Nor, nor war and peace. Start, start small. Okay. Work your way up. All right. Try red fish, blue fish. <laughs> the monster at the end of the book. The demon hunted world. I mean, step, oh, step up. Hey, hey, if, if you really want a nice one, a great one to have an evening, a little glass of wine, some nice soft music, and good night, moon. Um, I love that one. For, for, for what it's worth, um, there is a video of one of the guys from Guar reading that book. I don't yes. recommend putting it on for your six-year-old, but for anyone that's uh, above 26, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a must listen. It's worth it. Yep, The Demon Haunted World, if you have not read that one, this is just to anybody, it's definitely worth read. It came out you know, a long time ago, but it's it's worth it to go back and read it. The guys over at Cognitive Dissonance are reading through it currently. Uh, they have said that electronic versions of it can be purchased at reasonable prices. And they also said that it might even be possible for uh, the iPatch Brigade to be able to acquire a copy. But they don't recommend that because reasons. So don't do that. We don't recommend that. But it's Which do have it, and you can also use whatever software that the library, you know, interloan thing has to get electronic copies of the book or audio copies of the book for free. So do that. Absolutely. So with that, we got to go ahead and uh, roll up shop. So everybody, as always, thank you very much for being with us. Hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives. You got something to think about for the week ahead. And uh, on top of everything else, thank you very much for putting up with the obvious audio quality change for me. I'm terribly sorry about that. I'll see what I can do about fixing stuff up. So over the chat, TD again, good to see you back over there. Hope you're, hope you're doing all right. Cause I, I didn't ask. I didn't, I didn't double check. Felis, I know that you were there earlier. I don't know where you are at this point, but again, you take care of yourself on chances are she probably passed out. So you know, whatever. And uh, Steph, if you do happen to catch up on us after the fact, still pulling for you. Take care of yourself. Tech, thanks for your time, man. You have a uh, you have a good morning, I hope. <laughs> yeah, you too. I appreciate it. And Bridget, um, well, I kind of know. But uh, let, let's see which pieces you're going to go ahead and trim out. Thanks for your time. Oh, wow. That's that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. um, wow. All of, all of the insurrectionists and seditionists and enablers of the same. Just fuck all of you. 
That's a good story. And I would love, love, love to see, you know, the third section of the 14th Amendment enacted on your asses. And I want to see, I mean, subpoenas have already started coming out. I want to see you people called out, subpoenaed, served, and have U.S. Marshals come escort your asses out of Congress. And I want video. It would be the highest pay-per-view event on uh, C-SPAN ever. <laughs> you almost broke the inside of your nose. I heard that. <laughs> C-SPAN pay-per-view. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I would be streaming that live. I would be glued with my popcorn. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to hold a watch party. You know, um, maybe. You know, maybe. I would be glued to that for hours. I got you. I got you. I have to think about that one. But still, you take care of yourself. You have a try to have a decent enough rest of the weekend. <sighs> yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. And folks, please forgive us. There, There is stuff behind the scenes that obviously you know nothing about. And sadly, at the moment, even tech doesn't really know what's been going on. But he's going to get filled in. And and trust me, if you suddenly hear screams of anguish coming from the East Coast that wakes you up. Yeah. That, it's that's, tech. Yeah, it, it's going to be him. Because we've already been through this, she and I. And. Dude, I'm I'm just saying, man, your CD-ROM tray is not a cup holder. It's not that. And it's not a moil. Okay, I really didn't want to go ahead and go there, but, you know. It is if you strap razor blades to it. But we're not gonna. Ow! Because <laughs> that's not Ow. the way it's supposed to work. So, everybody, please take care of yourselves. We will be back again next week, one way or another. Let's see what the hell is going on and try to fix all the stuff that's going on for me. So if you'd like to be in touch with us, of course, all of our contact information is available for you over at the website, holycrapthevlogcast.com. The audio version of the show is available for you there for your podcast needs. The phone number, if you'd like to use it, is 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554. I have to actually send some messages or use that phone number again because Google is finally saying, you know, I haven't used that phone number in a long time. It's a limited resource. And if you don't go ahead and use it pretty soon, we're going to go ahead and take it back. Away. Yeah, it's fine, guys. All right, fine, whatever. I'll start using sending text messages to myself because, I mean, something, I don't know, figure it out. But in any case, as always, Please just stay safe. Like Tech said, keep yourself safe. Till next time we get together, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my lady, too damn many years on. I am still in love with you. Wow. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream with me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. 
theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>